Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome to episode number 97 of Inbound Sales Journey. Today, Gray and I are going to be talking about new ways to generate leads for your agency. Yep, yep. So, Gray. Hit me. We're going to just dive right into it. Let's do this. Tell us how to do it. Dude, I have way more energy than you have. Right? We've got an energy <laughs> mismatch. No, I'm ready. All right. Let's generate some more leads. So, first of all, you put down generate leads. So, I'm thinking of this in terms of getting a lead somehow to come through your site um, or reach out to you in some manner. So I'm not thinking of this in terms of outbound prospecting, which to be quite honest, there's a couple ways that when I'm talking with a young agency owner, that say like, you don't have a whole lot of options in the early days when you're trying to go out and, and you need customers now. And your options are you figure out who are the, who are the target accounts. It's basically very, very small level, not actual account-based marketing, but ABM. Um, you go find the right person there, you start a relationship and you see if you can sell to them. Um, that's one, that's like the primary approach. Uh, you also have just reaching out to, I mean, the place that everybody needs to start is your friends, your family, like what's, what's the network that you already have built and let them know what you're up to. Let them know, uh, the types of services that you provide and don't be afraid to just ask like, Hey, is it worth a conversation? Is this a pain point that you guys have? Um, you know, you guys are trying to improve your lead generation as well, and that's that's what our whole business model is around. For most people who are starting a business, you have some kind of network that you can reach out to. So that's kind of the starting point um, for most agencies. But some ideas or resources that we'd have, I'd say number one is you got to pick your focus. So this is both the niche that you're going to serve, like what – what industry or vertical am I going to start out in? And that doesn't mean that's the only industry that you'll ever work with. That doesn't mean that you'll never switch and realize, well, this is probably not probably not the best decision. Maybe we should go somewhere else or that you only have to pick one initially. But when resources are limited, picking one area to focus on is the way to go for sure. And resources are always limited to some degree. So narrow that focus down. And do this in two ways. One is that industry, that vertical, identify who your, your best customer is. But number two is identify what are the services that we're going to do really well, that we have a system and a process for, and we can deliver and have strong results with it. So don't go start an agency, say we're going to be a full-service marketing agency, and we don't care what your industry is, and expect to, to scale right away because you're competing with there's just a – an indefinite amount of uh, like it, you're just scrolling through lists and lists and lists and lists and lists of people on the internet right now who say that they're full service marketing agency who serves very similar looking websites. Everything looks the same. Even the naming structure, the number of coffees people drink. Don't get me started on that <laughs> too late. You did it. Listen, can we please stop putting how many random cups of coffee your agency has allegedly drunk, drank, 
on your website. You just I, offended half of our listeners. Yep, I realize that there's a very strong possibility <laughs> that I did that, but you know what? The Opinionated Podcast, here we are. Put your big boy and big girl pants on and listen to me for a second. Nobody cares, and it just makes you look like every other agency out there. Be a little bit different. Great. When you say be a little bit different, this is I'm going to make this as short I'm, of a bunny I'm, trail as possible. But I'm not saying should they, the number of teacups up I there. was going to say, should we go for another random statistic and no. see if it catches on? Please tell me something that matters. If you want me to spend my time looking at your website, tell me stuff that matters and that impacts my life. Man, you're feeling feisty. I sure am. All right. I'm irritated by it. It's just like, who cares? Oh, this agency's drunk. 10 times the amount of coffee. Clearly, that's the person I want to work with. Like, There's no reason for it. Anyways, I understand you're trying to be folksy. You're trying to folksy. have a have a personal appeal and say we're human in this way. But there are lots of ways to showcase that. And the same way that 95% of other agencies do it is not the way that you want to do it if you want to stand out. All right. Off of that, Greg, what I heard you say for one, one number one, I guess, We'll say is picking a niche for the industries you're going to focus on, but also for your agency. So two niches, the agency niches, what services are we going to provide that we're going to be excellent at that we're going to get narrowed down. Yep. And now if you're trying to generate leads like today, go even farther down than like we might have these three different industries that we're going to serve and we might provide these five different services, but pick one and pick one, pick the best match, Uh, take an educated guess on this one. And go pursue that. So build out some kind of uh, educational resource, free tool, um, specifically for people in that in that target um, audience, and that is has some correlation, hopefully a strong correlation, to the service that you're trying to provide for them, and then start getting that out there. Reach out to those people and ask them to share. There's a lot of different ways that you could do this. You could certainly um, find find the communities that they're in online right now, and share. If we're like, for example, do inbound. We're target, targeting marketing agencies. Um, the the communities where people hang out are going to shift over time. So back in the day, for a little while actually, what was really successful. I don't know if you know this. This is believe it or not, what was um, really successful back really close to when we were launching was Google Plus because. It, it was the new thing. Wait, is it not successful now? And Good point. Point taken. Agencies are just notorious for having the attention span of a four-month-old and constantly going to the new thing. So Google Plus. Dude, you are ripping them apart I, today. Listen, it's the truth. The truth. Some people can't handle the truth. And if that's you, turn this podcast off right now, please. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyways, Google Plus was new. Everybody went there. We had a community, a group, a page. I don't even remember, to be honest, what it was called. And that generated quite a few leads. And then a that, plus. Yeah, whatever it was called. Mm. That that then shifted to LinkedIn. LinkedIn eventually evolved into inbound.org. And inbound.org has evolved into a number of different places. But Slack right now is a good community. So anyways, the the idea is figure out for this, for this target market where are those communities. This is the advice you hear from everybody, but actually spend a little bit of time to figure out where are they go experiment in a couple of different places and see what the results are. And there's a lot of different ways that you can get this out there. Obviously you want to share it to people getting in front of influencers is helpful if they're actually going to do it, if they're actually going to influence in your favor. Um, 
but you can run contests. You can target with paid ads. I mean, there's a lot of different avenues that you can go down to target these people, but it all kind of starts with a focus on who they are and where they are and building something for them and sharing that, um, getting it out in front of them. And that's going to start the conversation for you with at least some, some segment of those people. What are your thoughts on paid ads? Because I know that you just touched on that a little bit. Is that something you found to be effective? Did you guys do that a while ago? No, we've we've never done paid ads well, just to be very blunt. We have a couple customer success stories, but that was not that's not my core strength. That's not Dimmer's core strength. Um, that was thanks to um, Tristan on the team, who is is actually good at paid ads. But we've never that's never been the core of what we've done, and never worked super well for us. But I I mentioned that, and I think that there's look, there are a lot of different ways to go get leads. Ultimately, you need to start with who is my target here and what are their needs, but you need to factor pretty heavily into the equation. What are you good at? So for us, we've historically been really strong on the organic search side of things. That's been stronger for us than social or paid ads. Um, the, the channels that we'll use are certainly going to evolve and change, and we need to develop new skills, which is why we've invested time and money to, to learn paid, and that's still something that um, is a growth channel for us and something that's gonna you're going to continue to see more from us here at Do Inbound now um, on the paid ad side of things. But, but that has not been, that's not been our strongest suit. So, so pick what you're strong at and go leverage that. And also understand... The, the timeline. So if you need leads today, paid ads might not be a bad way to go. Right. Um, you may not have time for organic search. Um, for us, like podcast outreach has been a successful either guest blogging or um, basically tapping into other people's networks with valuable content has been really effective both for Guava Box and for Do Inbound. So I think figuring out what are the things that you're good at, where can you provide value, and doubling down on those where there's alignment between that and the target audience. I think that's, that's the way to go. Two legion ideas that I think we have been really successful at that. I don't see a lot of agencies doing number one, you kind of talked about was creating free tools and leveraging those. Do you want to chat a little bit more about like the process for figuring out how to know what tools to create and then promoting those? Hmm. I don't I don't have a good answer for that. I haven't thought through I feel like this would be a great episode. podcast episode, which yeah. is which is why you're bringing it up. I haven't really thought through what's the exact process. It's I mean, historically it's been what are people asking for or looking for? Or what tools would we use? Like the the single most helpful sales tool that we built at Guavabox was the inbound revenue calculator. Super simple. All it does is replace a little Excel sheet, but there are a lot of reasons that we've gotten, gone into on the podcast and in emails and stuff about why that's been so helpful and why it's better than on Excel or Google Sheets spreadsheet. Um, but that, that one came from our own pain point of, listen, people want to see this happen in real time in front of them and they want to have access to it on their own. And here's our use case for it. So we built that and now that's been uh, very successful and helpful for other agencies as well have taken that and customized it um, and used that. And if you guys would like to purchase a copy of that, 
you can also do that. Uh, just go to doinbound.com slash inbound revenue calculator and you'll be able to find the working version and, um, and get the details on, on getting a version set up for yourself. But that's an example of a tool that came out of our pain, but there are other tools that came out of what people asked for, whether that's uh, different calculators, um, brand style guide generator is a tool that we put together at Guava Box where you upload your logo, pick out your colors, set your typography, and it generates a PDF and the resources that you need all in a zip file, which is pretty nice. And a lot of people have used that one um, totally free to use to go put together, okay, here's our style guide that we can now use and roll with it now instead of having this scattered around all over the place. Yeah. Now it's all in a one-page PDF that anyone can reference at any point during a, a website project or a branding project or whatever it is. So I think just understanding what people need, and then that's something that is super applicable to anybody who's looking for. We were doing a ton of website designs. That's super applicable for anyone who's starting to get their stuff together to get into that process. So I think just reading reading the industry, and then obviously the process of actually developing it, there's a lot that we could we could go into depth in there. But um, cool. those, are, those are my quick thoughts. I got one more, and then we'll wrap it up. Agency partnerships, talked about it a little bit. We actually did a whole episode on this. Um, and I'm going to, I'm just going to link to that in the show notes. I'm not going to go too deep in here, but one thing that we were really successful at that continues to this day to be just a huge benefit to our agency is partnerships with other agencies and freely passing leads that are better suited for another agency back and forth and being the recipients as well as uh, the people who have been passed those leads right on to other agencies and, and good leads. Um, whether it was just we didn't have the time, we didn't exactly do the services that were the best fit for them, but that has been hugely, hugely helpful in growing and scaling our agency. Um, yeah, I'll probably leave it at that, and I'll link up in the show notes. If you guys want to head over to doinbound.com backslash inbound sales journey, uh, you can see show notes for all of our episodes there. Uh, so I'll link to that, uh, that podcast in there. Um, yeah, so that'll do it great for this episode. Now, next week... We, I want to interview you a little bit, Gray, hot about seat. the hot seat. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Hopefully not as, as feisty of a seat as it was nice. today. Calm down a little bit for next week. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. It was great. But we're going to talk about the Guava Box story and, and kind of starting from the beginning, what we did to generate leads and then how that shifted and what that shift looked like and some of the results of it. So if you guys are especially if you're a younger agency getting started and wondering like, how do I take that next step? We'll be diving in there. But even if you're an agency that's been around for a while, uh, there might be some good nuggets in there for some practical application of what you can do to begin to generate more leads now that you probably have a little bit more of the resources and time uh, and the ability to do that. So that will be next week. And until then, good luck selling. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show was brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash salescourse. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salescourse. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes and subscribe and make sure to leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.